days, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers in the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie, and then we go back and find a classic work with similar themes. We do include spoilers for the new film, however, we're going to wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature. We will let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear the uh, spoilers, just turn us off at that point and we promise you won't miss a thing. Uh, and there's plenty to miss in this one, spoiler-wise, guys. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hard to talk about it, actually, without spoilers, I think, but we'll see. Um, anyway, we, we generally assume you guys have seen the classic film. In this case, I think everybody's seen Clue. You, you guys had seen it before, right? Uh, yeah, a yeah. long time ago. Yeah, and not, not horror at all, but, you know, at least has those mystery elements. So, closest thing we could find this week, folks. Um, we're going to use some four-letter words and be R-rated and, you know. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-host, uh, Philip. And uh, also, Brian, how's it going, guys? Going pretty good. Pretty awesome. Went fishing this morning. It's good nice. Way, good way to start the day. Yeah, I didn't catch a goddamn thing because I don't know what I'm doing, but it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, we're gonna we're we're not gonna be as far north as you, but we're gonna be in in New York in about three weeks. Should should we expect some cool weather? <clears throat> a lot cooler there. It'd probably be a lot warmer than here. We got like below ten degrees this morning. So <laughs> shit, Ooh, that sucks. Whole <laughs> winter, <laughs> a ninety degree swing, dude. <laughs> yeah, we are full wind, wow. and it's been foggy too. It sucks. Oh well, man. Is there anything, uh, anything cool besides the weather going on? I hate the cold. I'm going to be watching a lot of stuff. I'm trying to catch up on a lot of things before the year's over. So I'm going to do a, a a rapid mini review real quick. Um, checked out uh, the fir- the pilot episode of Amazon's uh, Sea Oak, the the new zombie oh, comedy. I, with, cool. I didn't oh. know that was out yet. Yeah, uh, they're, they're just putting the pilot out right now. Um, can't really rate that one. It's just, you know, one episode. Mm-hmm. But I do like Dirty cussing zombie Glenn Close. Oh no! I, I, I like what she's what she's doing with the character. So, uh, so I, I, I'm kind of interested to see where the where the season goes. So, always always great. I love her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else I checked out? Uh, Bra- Brawl in Cell Block ninety nine. I heard good things. Uh, um, probably. <laughs> Probably the best thing I've seen Vince Vaughn in in a long time. That's oh, saying a lot. I, no, I didn't even know what that was. It just sounded oh, dumb. Okay. <laughs> I maybe you'd seen it, man. 
Um, this was a director. I can't remember the director's name. Uh, he directed uh, Bone Tomahawk. Oh, with Kurt that's a great movie. Cool. Very uh, graphic and violent. Mm-hmm. I mean, this. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, checked out found footage 3D. Yeah. Um, I actually dug this one. Um, they kind of they kind of make fun of found footage movies mm-hmm. because they are filming a found footage 3D horror movie, and they're asking a lot of questions uh, we would ask watching a found footage movie, like why haven't they put the camera down? Or <laughs> and it's kind of funny, right? So um, I kind of rec- I recommend that one too. Um, one that I was a little nah, I seen Jeepers Creepers three. Mm. Was it? It was. Uh, Kevin said it was. I didn't enjoy it as he as much as he did. I mean, uh, it, it's okay. I guess if you like Jeepers Creepers, then this one's right. okay. But if I had to rank them, it'd be the first one, the second, and then this one. Okay. See, I feel like they let it come out just for the controversy, mm-hmm. but now they got a whole like Louis C.K. thing where they're delaying the 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 opening of his new movie. Right. Yeah. Which seems kind of ridiculous in comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jeepers Creepers 3, uh, six and a half. That's what I rated. Wow, that's pretty high. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it. I, I like the character of the Creeper. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean Victor Salva? What else? <laughs> no, not that Creeper. <laughs> uh, checked out Mayhem with um, Glenn from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I really like this one. Um, if you like Belko Experiment, you'll like this one. Almost the same premise, except this one has to do with a virus outbreak okay. that uh, just causes everybody to just, like, their anger. Basically, it's like being on cocaine times 100. Like, you're, all your senses are heightened, you know, your, your anger, everything. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, what's her name is becoming uh, one of my favorites, uh, Samara Weaving, uh, that we just saw on the Babysitter. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yep, she's she in this one, and no she, kidding. Yeah, she goes full crazy in this one too. Does she get naked in this one? Does my dream come true? Uh, there is some other nudity in this one. Okay. So. Just to and, uh, deal with what we get, huh? At least they have a reason for like going nuts and starting to kill each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was actually. Uh, I might. I, I'm, I kind of want to watch this again. I might like this a little bit more than Belko. Wow, Belko was pretty good too. Yeah, Belko yeah. was fun. And uh, because my wife didn't get to watch it, um, I went to the theater and watched Thor again. And Lance, mm-hmm. it's still fucking awesome. Still holds up <laughs> for you, huh? Yes, it, yes. Right. And my wife, my wife also gave it a, a, a nine and a half out of ten. Wow! So, <laughs> Jesus, and every, and all the guys over at Horror News Radio were coming all over it too, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I'm the only one. <laughs> that is uh, that is everything I checked out this week. And that's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot, uh, man. That I is finally, a lot. I finally watched Mr. Mercedes. You got you guys checked this one out yet? Uh, no. I'm probably going to yeah. finish that this weekend. Oh man, it is awesome! I finished it. I finished the whole ten episode season in about four days. It was um, so close. I mean, what I loved about it is, is it was so close to the book. They changed a few little things here and there, 
but it was um, it was definitely one of the best Stephen King book adaptations I've ever seen. And um, check it out. I, I don't know how many you're into, Brian and Philip. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but when you guys watch it, always pay attention to the opening uh, credits because they have the same song and the okay. same basic opening, but they change. They start changing it a little bit, showing you what's going on in, in his life. Uh, it's really cool the way they do that. Show's extremely well written, very well directed. I think uh, David E. Kelly was the showrunner who's done shitloads of stuff in Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it, Brendan Gleeson is just an awesome actor. Yeah, the from what I've seen, he, he's he's outstanding in it. Very very believable, and um, pretty much exactly what I was expecting when I was reading the book. So. Yeah, everybody who hasn't seen it yet, check it out. Of course, you have to have, I think, AT&T Network or, um, uh, what is it, DirecTV, which I do yeah. have. But uh, there may be other ways, right, Brian? Yeah, there's always ways. <laughs> always ways. If you look hard enough, you'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's more of a pain in the ass than it's worth, though. Uh well let's see what was my cool of the week I uh I watched Into the Wild um <coughs> I jumped on I jumped on Amazon to uh to look for uh Clue sure and uh and Into the Wild was like the first thing that popped up and I was like hmm huh, I'm gonna watch this first and yeah it's one of my favorite movies of all time I love it what yeah you dude really Into the Wild it? great. Yeah, you didn't like it? Uh, this dude, this this dumb asshole man, he didn't even know how to cure meat. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was in the middle of Alaska. <laughs> and then he fucking ate what? Poison mushrooms or something, or poison berries? Or yeah, there were there were like there's an edible berry that is uh, spoiler alert. There's an edible berry that's uh, the same as like. Very similar looking to one that's very poisonous, and he ate the poisonous one and ended up killing him. But, uh, you know, true story, a guy who just, you know, got off the fucking grid and did his own thing. Yeah, he did. I appreciate that. I, I Sure. I, I, see, I see a lot of myself in him. I like it. Hopefully not the poison berry part. No. <laughs> we can't lose you. Hopefully man. not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to poison if I can never fucking catch one. <laughs> yeah, what's that? Said I'll eat a poison fish if I can ever fucking catch one. <laughs> Did they have such a thing? I don't know. Uh, they have like the, the <laughs> Jap- Japanese fish, right? That they serve in the restaurants and they have to remove the poison gland from it or something. Uh, no, I was looking. I was looking for redfish and uh, uh, okay. Yeah, just didn't quite get there today. Yeah, do you, do you have any luck at all? No, but. Again, I don't know what I'm doing. It's just practicing. And it's all it's all fun, right? And yeah, I'll take it. Yep. So see, Brian, that's what we do outside when it's 80 degrees. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully, you don't ever get lost in the wild in Alaska, dude. Eat the wrong berries, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, quite a lot out here in Alaska you can get hurt from. So, mm-hmm. but I stay indoors. <laughs> That's probably smart. For Ragnarok, uh, what it took in last uh, opening weekend, it took in 120 million domestic, with an additional 306 foreign for wow. a total of 
27 million over the opening weekend. Damn. That's a bunch. So, uh, <clears throat> safe to say it did pretty well. Safe to say I'm the only one who didn't like it. Yeah. It sounds like it because I haven't heard anybody <laughs> else say that at all. <laughs> okay, well, let's see. Um, apparently, uh, there was rumors that Woody Harrelson was going to come back to True Detective Season 3. He has no interest whatsoever of coming back to the show. Okay. Huh. So, uh, put that rumor to bed. Did anybody um, watch Season 2? I did. It was it was it was hard to mm-hmm, just really? get through. I, I I kind of you know it was at the time. I think there was nothing else to watch, so I would throw it on, and it was it was bad. It didn't. But the, the first season was so great, you know. And then yeah, and right. It's hard to explain because I mean, when they said it was going to be you know Colin Farrell, Vince Vaughn, uh, interesting like an interesting cast, you know. Right. I want to see what they can do, and just nothing happened. It was boring as shit. Um, what was that other actor? Taylor Kitsch. Like they built him up, like he was uh, a part of the main cast. And I, I believe halfway through his story ended. So, well, thank God for that. I, I probably would have started enjoying it then. <laughs> Not a fan of that guy. Huh? Nah, he's horrible. Never seen him in anything I liked him in. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, in an interview with, uh, Sophia, uh, I believe, what is her? Sophia Lilas. Uh, she plays Beverly Marsh in the, the new, um, it movie. Mm-hmm. Um, when asked, uh, who she wanted to play the adult version of her, she said, uh, Jessica Chastain. Well, there so you there's go. been rumors, there's been rumors going around, mm-hmm. um, that they're going to pursue her. And she has came out mm-hmm. saying she wants to be in the movie. She wants the role. So, hmm. Okay. And with her relationship with the director, because uh, she was in um, what was that movie, Lance? Oh, Mama! That they did Mama. Yes, Mama. <laughs> that was a good movie. <laughs> so, so um, we're gonna hear an official announcement here soon. Any any day now. And huh? On to some kind of rumors. Well, actually, this first one isn't a rumor. It's actually official. Uh, the Dark Universe is officially done. After one movie, <laughs> Dark is done. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? No kidding. From what I've read, they are going to pursue directors to make standalone movies unless they can find someone that could basically overhaul this shared universe idea. Preferably, rumors I'm hearing is someone that you know, has their hands in horror movies that knows what they're doing, like a James Wan or something like that. James Wan's probably not going to happen, but right. Yeah, probably not for the most well, part. I think they're, they're going to go with the standalone movies. Plus the studio is going to have to get their fucking nose out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So, um, let's see what we have. Ridley Scott wants to replace the xenomorphs in the alien franchise. Huh? replace them with what I have no idea I don't even I'm I don't know I think it's time for someone fresh to take over this franchise but yep. he's not gonna let it go mm-hmm. sounds that way doesn't it 
And on to our final news. It's probably the biggest rumor of the week is that Disney is perf- uh, in talks to purchase uh, a piece of Fox. Really? Which would, which. <laughs> Thing um, is, Fox is not selling the name or the, uh, the, say, the news part. Hey, say, uh, you mind saying that again? We kind of cut out a little oh. bit there. Oh, okay, yeah, um, it sounded important. Yeah, Fox is not uh, selling the name. Okay. Or oh. or their or their news department. They're basically selling the studio and the TV and movie library. Which All if of it? this, which um, it's the X Men. Yes, if this deal was to go down, uh, Disney would get the X-Men, Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. the Avatar franchise, Planet what? of the Apes, and they will control the entirety of the Star Wars franchise because there's a couple little things here and there that they don't completely own full out. Interesting. Okay. And, and yeah, this is... Uh, I don't even think it's rumors. I think it's. I think these talks have been going on for a while. Right. So I'm not mad about so, it. So uh, it. Um, one person that kind of is is Ryan Reynolds because he doesn't know if they're gonna how they're gonna go with this um, R-rated uh, X-Men uh, mm-hmm. franchise that they right. got. Which I don't know, I, man. That, they haven't done wrong at all. I feel like if they let Ryan Reynolds have a little creative control over what's going on, they ought to just let him direct the goddamn movie and, yeah, and uh, see what yeah. happens. And what people don't know is uh, Disney owns uh, movie studios that put out R-rated. Right. So, so I, think, no stranger I think they know... Yeah, it's a good. It's they know a good thing when they see it. These movies, mm-hmm. these Deadpool movies, like the the next one is probably going to make even more money. Yeah, right. So, well, well it's complete game and superhero movie. I mean, uh, look at Thor. Thor would not have been a comedy without Deadpool. Yeah, exactly. And they know what's all, up. Yeah, and then with them getting their hands on the Fantastic Four. And who knows? Maybe we'll have one that's not awful. Yeah, which Mm. I still think they don't need their own movie. I think you just include them (laughs) in the universe somewhere. Terrible anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking a stretchy guy. Who cares? Right. Hey, well, I did go back to your fantastic home. Yeah, I did hear one. uh, I, I think it was somebody on Horror News Radio a couple of months ago said. If they're going to redo Fantastic Four like retro, like 60s style, or Cold War era, that might be kind of fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The stretchy guy might be kind of, might might be cool, you know? Who knows? Just a thought. Yeah. Uh, It's going to have to be, it's going to have to have a lot of comedic elements, because that's a dumb (laughs) power. Well, they've got that under control with Thor. (laughs) (laughs) They shouldn't have a problem with that. Just have have Tai Tai Waikiki direct it, right? And, and you know what? That doesn't and sound bring bad back to me, Jessica though. Alba. <laughs> it, does, it definitely does sound better than the other the other movies, with the exception of Alba. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bring, bring her back. I'm happy. <laughs> all right, there you got it. Have you read it? And that is all the news. All right, you boys ready to take a little trip to the trailer park? What's yeah. the first trailer, Brian? Our first and uh, our only trailer we're reviewing. Um, this came across my lap. Uh, I seen um, the description was uh, 
basically they were they were pegging it as a a, a filler uh, for uh, Stranger Things. Okay. So I checked it out. I kind of got a Stranger Things vibe, but at the same time, I don't know what the fuck it is. It's <laughs> no idea. called Dark. It's a new Netflix series called Dark, uh-huh. um, starring nobody I've ever heard of. That's because it's it's a German. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, my alarm. Sorry. It ain't that bad. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a German uh, German production, I think, isn't it? Baron Boadar. And the only thing I've seen that I recognize, he directed that movie Sleepless, uh, the undercover cop movie with uh, Jamie Foxx. Oh, okay. That was that yeah. was done here in the States. Okay. Yeah, it came out this year. Um, that's mm. the only thing I recognize. Hmm. Okay movie. And it wasn't movie, nothing special. but yeah, um, it kind of came and went, didn't it? Yeah. Um, so is the whole thing subtitled? I believe it is. Yeah, I probably. It looks interesting. Check. Maybe I, I some sort of like checking it out. I mean, you guys tell me if it's good, but I, I don't yeah. understand the first thing about what's going on in the in the goddamn trailer. Yeah, sort of it looks like, like time thing. Like, yeah, like it where it happens every twenty eight years. Uh huh. Seems something similar to that, maybe. Ah, okay. So something keeps recurring, huh? Yeah, I don't know, guys. Um. All right. Let me know how. Let me know how it is, Phil. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna be assuming <laughs> I get the chance to watch it. I'm gonna be busy watching will. the Punisher started starting this Friday. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if <laughs> if anybody's interested in Netflix's dark, not uh, anymore. Be, now that you mentioned Punisher's out, <laughs> it, no, it, no comparison. It will be. Uh, it will be. It will be ten episodes, and it premieres December first on Netflix. Okay, for all you and who that, are interested. And that is our only trailer we have. All right, Philip, hit us with some feedback, man. Uh, Ricky Morton says, uh, "I'm more of an ISIS fan." <laughs> I remember uh, that one too. Ricky also posted a picture of Bigfoot and Wild Boy. I remember that one too. <laughs> Uh, uh, he says uh, screening passes for Justice League mm-hmm. plus my tickets for Friday uh, you guys better be reviewing this fucking movie <laughs> Ugh, I'm afraid we are <laughs> I hope it's good mm-hmm. uh, Patrick Lear says don't get too excited Denny it's probably better you got free passes so you don't pay for potential disappointment there well, you go that doesn't <laughs> bode well. Uh, Denny Louie replied, uh, I already did buy my tickets two weeks ago and last Friday. So it sounds like Denny's got some extra tickets in case anybody's interested. <laughs> uh, Patrick Lear says, uh, I think you should pair it with Mystery Men. Ha! I'd totally watch that. <laughs> We already, uh, <laughs> we already we already have something we're pairing it with though, huh? Uh it's it's I open. So. Yeah. I, I, was, I was gonna announce the Avengers, but you guys wanna do Mystery Men? Yeah, let's do it. Just for the hell of it? Why not? God damn it. Why did I ask that question? <laughs> wow. All right, Mystery Men it is. Damn it. Ah well, Avengers is not that old. Um let's see. Jessica Ch- Jessica Chastain is one uh wants to play in Beverly 
That's old oh, news okay. by now, huh? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beverly and It, Chapter 2. Um, Adam Butch says, uh, I want Chastain to play in everything in everything. Well, <laughs> I'm not mad at that. <laughs> she, she is nice to look at. Uh, the Blair Witch Project is being developed into a TV series by Eduardo Sanchez. Uh, Adam Bunch says, I'll give it a shot. Love Blair Witch. Uh, little known trivia, Sanchez has one of the biggest private collection of Star Wars toys and memorabilia. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Darren Wilson says, uh, maybe... Uh, what was that one again from uh, Darren? Oh, he says, uh, maybe each episode will have something to do with someone named Blair, and it will be called Witch Blair Project. Huh? Get it? (laughs) Might might work a little better. Yeah. Uh, Samantha Bean uh, says, that ending still gives me chills. Oh, from the original Blair Witch? Mm -hmm. Okay, I can deal with that. Sure. Uh, Marcy Papandria. I got it that time. And how the fuck is this meant to work? Yeah, <laughs> that's what that, I asked. That, yeah, that was kind of my question too. Uh, Samantha Bean says it could work if they just highlight different areas of the country uh, where there is similar lore, where fo- folks go searching for footage. Hmm. Ah, I don't know, man. I think that's pushing it. Uh, let's see. And then regarding this week's movie. Uh, Kevin Ness says, uh, I'll just enjoy it for Michelle Pfeiffer because I already know who the killer is unless they rewrite the whole story. And, uh, of course, Denny Louie, hashtag Ridley Love. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't get me mad at you for that one. Um, we posted a link to our bonus episode this week, and Darren Wilson replied, uh, get in my ears. Darren. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, man. We consider that a big compliment. Thank yeah, you. that's uh, what I caught me off guard. That's super weird, but I like it. <laughs> uh, and Lars from Denmark posted a video of a possessed shopper. <laughs> I a- saw that. <laughs> gives a whole new meaning to the, the people of Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Only in America, huh? Yeah, well, that's that's where we're at. <laughs> uh, thanks to everyone who reaches out to us. We love the feedback. And as always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page. Uh, or you can just email us directly at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Or you can go on iTunes and leave us a review like we've been telling you to do forever. And you still haven't done. What is the matter with you? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Go leave a review. Thank you so much. Hey everybody, it's Zach Baxter. We're here with our after show. We just finished watching American Horror Story episode 10 titled Charles Manson in Charge. Uh, we have thoughts and we have some questions. We have concerns. Andrew? Oh, we do introductions, I guess. Man, this is our 10th time doing this. I'm Every Zach. Time. I'm Crystal. I'm Andrew. All right. Andrew, we're in the Nights of the Drunk Watch. And, and now, now our talk, talk begins. begins. That was really, walk, so. I totally was going to say why. So, <laughs> there are only three of us tonight. The other two members of our uh, watch party are feeling sickies. So they're at home doctoring themselves up. 
and they're gonna which be back. we very much appreciate. Thank well, you. Well, because we want them healthy and back for the finale, which is next week. So we have we're going to focus on the women tonight, since that's what the episode seemed to focus on. Yeah, the first person we want to talk about or discuss is BB. BB. We got to see we got to see Frances Conroy's character back, BB. We found out that she was the origin story of Kai. Being who we know Kai she to be, yeah. Doctor Frankenstein to Kai's Frankenstein. Yeah, yes. but it all ended worse than a windmill fire. Yeah. yeah, it was worse yeah, than a windmill fire. <laughs> Everyone died in that town. God, there were uh, so many deaths this episode. So I didn't see that coming. I did I not either. see because I had predicted that Doctor Vincent Rudy was going to be the mastermind. Yeah. Because I, I always felt like there was somebody else playing Kai or feeding him, who, who someone who started who fed him these lies. I mean, I did y'all see that BB was going to be? No, well, I mean, I didn't. I mean, I never thought Doctor Vincent. Well, I won't say that. I doubted Doctor Vincent was directly involved because it was too obvious. If he was the leader of feeding the information that Kai was actually stealing, right? Mm-hmm. So I knew Doctor Vincent was probably out. Um, but the fact that Kai's kind of fanaticism was started by BB to create something that would incite women to actually continue her cult. Yeah. Right. And, but Kai learned his lesson too well and built his own cult. And right, because she said. His own you fucked up. I told you to make women mad, but you went ahead and went made everybody, everybody mad. mad. Right, because because he like he like went off the reservation. Mm-hmm. He right. went on his own his own pursuits. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, she was like, I, she set him up and said, "This is what you're gonna do." You know. And then we even had the episode where he the you know oh you know they're. They're best when they're pissed. You got the women to kill. Yeah, yeah. what's his face? But now I question what were her, what was BB's motives when she met with the women of the cult at the at the at the restaurant? At the restaurant was that just was she just feeding them? I mean, those were true. Those are true. I don't think she was feeding. But why was she? Them. Why did she meet Beverly outside the station? Yeah. What was the so? In other words, well, because like, because now she, that we know BB's the truth, coming out of her own. Cult, you know, she was in the cult mm-hmm. with what's her face, Valerie, Valerie, Valerie. and so this was really, I think, she was hoping it would be kind of an, ex- an explosion of that, right? A resurgence, yeah. She she yes. was meeting with all the women, making sure they were getting pissed. Got okay, yeah, that whole thing because they were yeah. pissed and they killed the guy. They did kill, yeah, the guy. and it was supposed to. I think it was supposed to. Tailspin out of there. that, yeah, yeah, snowball. And instead, Kai turned around and squashed it. Yeah, uh, which is why she comes in and is all pissed off at well, him, I'm, and it's like you were supposed to do one simple thing or two simple everything steps. Everything was shut up. Two for, simple for the steps. Female rage to grow from yeah. these women, and instead, Kai decided to kill all the men. Um, I, I was really surprised we didn't see. I, I guess now, in retrospect, now that we're already at the last episode, yeah, knowing what we know now about BB, I would have liked to have seen her pull more strings. I mean, I guess Even that I, makes that sense. That might have been the problem. Yeah, is that she, oh, okay. she, her approach so that, was too simple, and so he was able to okay. get out of control. She had more of a heavy-handed yeah. approach. Yes. She, okay, okay, I guess. 
Well, then I would like for her to say that line. Like, I sh- what I should have done was mm. mm-hmm. be more direct with you. Because she said, well, that, well, she that, said that, I could have gotten that line yeah. if Allie hadn't shot her head off. That is true. Yeah. true. <laughs> but she did say. Very true. But see, she thought, because she said, she thought she did it right because she said, I couldn't be more direct with you if I had tattooed it to the back of your eyelids. Right. So yes. she felt like she drove the message home. He was the one fucking up. And probably in reality, she was fucking up by not. And it also could have been a mix of both because. Well, I mean, I think she just made. She's got. You know, underestimated her control. Exactly. And what I'm liking about. So what I like about this this season so far, I think it's been consistent that every character has their tragic flaw yeah each like we had not had that in seasons past where they're just like oh they're just they're flawless or they're dead or they're just what what's that knocking that's rock it's rock outside okay (laughs) so I like this season because they definitely have pretty set flaws and then they have to answer for those flaws yes Uh, so BB's flaw I guess was thinking her work was done. Or, the problem or that. was you let a man do a woman's job. Well, I think Valerie that Solanas would have backed you up on that point. Well, yeah. Sorry, but we're really happy that Francis Conroy got came back uh, for a limited run. We did. Yeah, I love seeing. I her. always want more Francis Conroy. I thought she did fantastic. We were talking about how she was reminiscent of Jessica Lange. Yeah, I, I feel like she played BB as if how I saw a lot of Jessica Lange's mannerisms in, in BB. That, yeah. Uh, so the next person nice. we need to talk about is Beverly. Winter. Beverly. Winter. W. Oh, sorry, Beverly. Oh, Beverly. What Beverly happened first. to Beverly? Beverly was she I, tamed that tiger. Yeah, like she tamed that tiger. I I think the Kool Aid. I think that being in the hole really just fucked she had thrown in the hole. She got her totally mind fucked with by the drinking Kool-Aid. the Kool Aid. Yeah. Well, and then she saw she saw Vincent die first. Yes. Right. Yeah, and then she then she got thrown in the hole. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, she and Vincent were like set up, and then Vincent died, and she got thrown. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she got. So I guess that what? Oh, hey, Rock. How's it going? Now you're seeing cat booty hole. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, so she. (laughs) And so she thought. Well, rightfully so. She she thought that. Winter was setting her up with that train ticket. Yes. Which I thought it was weird. Why a train ticket? Well, is it, to is be it, fair, up there, the train is very popular. Montana. Yeah. <laughs> and why Butte, Montana? Is there something in Butte, Montana? Is it just the most just obscure place? Just like distant, okay. remote. Nobody is going to go looking for you in Butte, Montana. And I, I guess I was proud of Beverly. She had enough sense and probably think that Winter was setting her up again at, yeah. at the restaurant. But she also was not bright enough to probably just take the ticket and go. Go. Yeah. So Well and at that point too, I mean obviously somebody ratted on her. Beverly and, did. Well no, I, I don't know I, if Beverly did or if Beverly told Allie. No, not necessary. So? Maybe but it's not necessary okay. because all he had, to, all he would have, all Kai needed, he was paranoid. There was a mole. That's true. He went, you know, If I, I think he just found it. Found a ticket yeah. in her room. I or think something. yeah, it was like we're bugged, and then she came up with the thing and called Wait, it. Wait, because a bug. he never accused 
of he never accused Winter of giving the ticket to Beverly. He accused her of having a ticket, Take having it a ticket, and say because he, he was said he go. thought that she that he was like witness protection. He thought that ticket was for her. her. Yeah, so I think after, that's what after, after, after we're trying him, thinking, she had a ticket out of town. I'm thinking he knew about the Beverly plot. Yeah, that is doesn't even matter. Yeah, you're right. He just found that fucking ticket. He's knocking over couches and tearing yeah, them apart. You're gonna find something. Uh, so yeah, Beverly. I think. Well, and what we see in the preview. This is talking about the preview. We see Beverly is now working with Allie. Allie. So how do we think she's going to snap out? She has to snap out of that somehow. Uh-huh. Does she see Allie? Or, or like we also saw that Kai goes to, somehow goes to prison. Does well, she just follow I, the most think, powerful person in the room? Is she like a winner winter? I mean, I mean Allie is, is kind of working on her own level. True. And I mean, I think you know, this, this is this is all been calculated. So much to be calculated about Allie. Once she made the turn, mm-hmm. I think she set Kai up to think Winter betrayed right. him. That's how she took care of Winter. Mm-hmm. You know, she killed her wife. She's. I think she's responsible for Winter dying. I mean, it's like, what's okay. this? Did you plant this? She's like, that's my Fitbit battery. Yeah. And it was just like it wasn't even a bug. Right. You know, it's a random piece of technology. Right. Which really, we all know what a Fitbit. Battery looks like. No, we don't. Why would I don't you? Know what a fit, I don't know what a Fitbit. Really, you don't, know, you don't know what it looks like either. I don't have a Fitbit. Okay, well, people who own Does Fitbits it, know what that. Like it looks like that. <laughs> Does it look like a look like I have a Fitbit to you? You need to sign up on Patreon so that can <laughs> I get Fitbit. Yeah, so we can, get, <laughs> we can just be skinny minis. Uh, so talking about Fitbits, Winter. Okay. We I think we all called. Winter died. Winter was going to be dead. Yeah. I think she was on everyone's crosshairs. I think she was up well, on so and, many chopping blocks. her tragic flaw, talking about tragic flaws, yeah. was Kai. Yeah. Yes. It's Absolutely. like, cause she kept yes. saying, we got to go, we got to go. And then it when when going didn't happen, regardless, she still like yeah. was sucked back in by him. Even though she knew she is he her brother. was wrong, 100% wrong. Yeah. Even when she saw him kill his their brother, brother right. that would have told me like, well, that's the closest she lost. got was after that. Yeah, the closest she got was after that. I mean, when she was telling Ivy and Allie that they had to go, they had to go, and then they didn't go fast enough. That would have been enough for me for personally. Oh, me too. Absolutely. Like, you're saying we're family, we're family, we're family. That's great. Okay, but, then but you, you just kill killed our brother, our brother yeah. in front of me, yeah. and cut his pinky off before pinky power. Like that was. You destroyed everything sacred, so I can't. I, I couldn't trust him anymore, yeah, personally. So, I don't. I guess that was yes, that was Winter's tragic flaw. Um, I'm surprised she lasted she, as long as she did. But she did piss off a lot of people. She pissed off so. Many. She made a lot of enemies along her way. Yes, she made Beverly an enemy. She made Ali definitely an enemy. Yeah, and then Kai was the person that ultimately killed her. I guess he was the only person that could kill her because if Allie In the killed end, her, probably yeah, she would. Allie would have been out of the cult, or if Beverly would have killed Winter. She would have been dead too. So, yeah. okay. So last person we want to talk about, last little nugget we want to talk about is Allie, and what is Allie's plan? Now that we are down to the last episode, and all the dominoes are kind of falling now. Do we have a scope of what Allie's plan is? I mean, I think whatever it is, it's an escape plan. Yeah. So you think it's a escape? Yeah. Just get my baby. Like she she had to get into the cult. Right. To get Oz out. Right. That's true. But in order to get Oz out, she's had to kill her wife. 
I think if I remember correctly, she's involved in Vincent's murder. Okay. I mean, yeah, so, so, and then now Speedwagon's been. Ex- I think part of this whole thing too was for her to expose the mole for herself, mm-hmm. so that she right. could take control of the mole, make sure the mole didn't have dirt on her. Oh, you think that's part? That's her new. And and then, but do you think that was her? That wasn't her plan all along. That just happened to be a variable, right? Yes. But I, this mole just happened to happen. So now she's like, I gotta get. Well, I mean, like, playing from the get-go. Like, yeah, like, I mean, go into that cult and find the mole? No, but she knew there was a mole. Okay. I think I think she knew she had to take control of it. And she definitely has more common sense than Kai. So she's able to... Especially right well, now. She's Kai's able to... Fo- insane. Right, so she's... crazy she, right now. So what, he, Allie's able to follow the real clues. Mm-hmm. Right. Like she knows fact from fiction. So she's able to follow the real clues, the breadcrumbs. I mean, she knew to mold. go and see Speedwagon because of the way he reacted to Winter's death. death right. yeah. He's the only one who's, like, freaked out about it. Right. And crying. And crying, Speedwagon. Really? So, I mean, I think... See, I... Just predicting what's going to happen next week and what mm-hmm. I what I saw in the preview. Yeah. Not that I know any spoilers about next week, but just predicting how this is going to go. I think Allie's plan is going to snowball to where, like, Kai's going to be in prison, mm-hmm. so somebody has to step up. Mm-hmm. And I think Allie's going to be that person, and I think it's going to snowball out of her control. Well, I think it, the, right now it's a matter of un, unraveling the cult, yes. exposing Kai for who he is, the leader of a murder cult, while at the same time protecting her so that she and Oz can go off into the sunset. I think she's going to run for Senate. No. I think she... I, I, I predict right no, here, right I now. Think, I don't think she wants any thirty seconds politics. out into this podcast. She is going to run for Senate because he's going to be in prison. Somebody has to take on the mantle. I, I think she's that, in her. Yeah, you know, I don't think. I don't think after everything she's been through. I don't think public life. I think if Allie, you can don't think re- she's strong think enough? Al- no, she's strong enough. That's she just not wants, an issue. She just wants to like lay low. You think she wants to lay low? If someone's going to replace Kai in terms of like politics, it'll be Beverly. It's going to be Allie rehabilitating Beverly, and then Beverly, uh, who's a public persona, yeah. I don't know. We'll go. We'll take. Well, Beverly seems really broken. Well, but you can be put back together in her own image. Yeah. Okay, so that's our time. Wow. I made my predictions. Wow. I hope you're liking the season. I mean, I am enjoying the season. Lots of twists and turns in the season. Uh, good job, Ryan Murphy. You still have to. Well, you we still, still have, make it. Let's not say it till next week. Because if it all ends let's up, let's not say anything till next week. If it all ends up about a mother's love, which I guess it kind of is. Well, it is. Yeah. It is I'm about a mother's love. A little bit pissed. Which I'm thinking might be the unifying thread for the entire, entire American series. Story season. Yeah. That, that doesn't work sense. for that doesn't work for season two. Yeah. Uh, well, there is a baby Ish. and those alien babies. I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> we'll work on that theory some other time. Yeah. <laughs> but for, I haven't been able to go through and dissect every season. Right. I just all of a sudden it's like there's a lot of mother's love. Yeah. That's a as lot. <laughs> maybe Ryan Murphy is going through some mommy I was going to say maybe this Hotel, is all Hotel mother's Murphy. love. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, freak show, surrogate mother's love. Yeah, mm-hmm. mother's love. Yeah, Roanoke's mother's love. I mean, yeah, Roanoke, Roanoke mother's, love. mother's love, mother's love, coven, coven's mother's absolutely love. mother's love. Yeah, murder's ha- murder house, mother's love, mother's love, several Part mother's of love, several, 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 several mothers. mothers. Yeah, 
Season two is the only Don't one. Don't let her die on the property. Or what, did she pull her onto the property or off no, of the she property? She tries to pull her she onto the make property. It. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. I'm going to start crying. That was a sad. That, that, that whole that scene was, was heartbreaking. Was, uh, yeah. All right, Andrew. All right. We're doing the nice and drunk watch. And now our talk has ended. Alright, so that since we're done with the Zach Baxter uh, recap of American Horror Story, uh, that means it's now time to uh, head into our featured attractions. And it's Mystery Week on the Horror Returns. If you hadn't figured it out already, the closest thing we could find to a new horror movie was uh, a good old-fashioned uh, Agatha Christie mystery, Murder on the Orient Express, a name of which in this politically correct climate wouldn't make it anymore. Am I right, Phil? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really think about it like that. But <laughs> and uh, and speaking of a movie with plenty of political incorrectness, we also went back and checked out Clue. So we'll start with uh, trivia on the movie Clue. Director was Jonathan Lynn, also known for My Cousin Vinny and Nuns on the Run. Uh, writers Jonathan Lynn and also John Landis. Everybody knows him. Um, for purposes of our show he was known for american werewolf in london and he also happened to do uh animal house which i noticed on facebook uh lars said i think it was like one of his top 10 of all time animal house huh. yeah. yeah animal house why not uh so i'm okay little, with that a few little bits of trivia here um the color of each character's car is the same color as their uh game playing piece in the in the board game i did not notice that nor did i <laughs> The parquet floor in the hall resembles the Clue game board. And uh, Professor Plum indicates at dinner that he works for the World Health Organization, part of the United Nations Organization. Uh, This means he works for (laughs) you-know-who. Aha! Aha! All right, Phil, you're our comedy guy, man. You want to go first? Um, yeah, you know, I, I wasn't like super excited for this episode. Um, I wasn't really, I, I mean, I've seen Clue before, but it's been a long, long time. Uh, but it was kind of fun to go back and watch it again. I mean, it's, it's real kitschy and, and, and has kind of a comedy aspect. Um, freaking Tim Curry is is you know kills it and everything that he does. So uh, yeah, so um, I I kind of had fun in this one. It was uh, it was it kind of like surprisingly good. <laughs> <laughs> so I you know it's 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 not something that uh, you know you want you want to watch. If you haven't seen it in forever, I, I definitely say go check it out, man. It was a, uh, it, it was a good time, and uh, you know Tim Curry steals the show like he does in everything that he does. Yeah, because um, I see I, I I watched this quite a few times uh, when I was guys in uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, this is what I know uh, Tim Curry from, and. Um, there's a lot of jokes that you miss, like when you you got like after rewatching it, like 
Mrs. White was just dropping like little one-liners here and there, like little stuff you you don't pick up at first. Yeah, like the line about how um, her ex-husband lays around on his back all day, which you <laughs> yeah. know you you come to find out you know he's dead. And <laughs> well. then um, one of one of my favorite lines that that I didn't quite get when I was younger was um, uh, Mr. Green when he reveals himself to be a, a FBI agent. And he says that I'm a plant. And then the whole running joke about him being gay. One of the one, I believe Miss Scarlett says, Oh, I thought they called you, uh, called you people a fruit, which I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get that joke when I was younger, but you know, now yeah, I get, but, um, I, I thought everybody was good, good in the role. I like Martin Mole as, a um, what was it? Colonel mustard. Yeah. I thought he just, he fit that role and, you know, this is probably one of my favorite comedies from when I was younger. So it was really, really nice to uh, revisit. And just That's like cool. I like I said, it's just you pick up more and more of the, the, the little the little things dropped here and there. Yeah, well, and it kind of works that way. You know, every, you go back and watch a movie that you haven't seen since you were a kid. And there's jokes that you just didn't understand back then. And uh yeah. Yeah, this is. Uh, it was. I, I think that they played it smart, going kind of a comedy route, because uh, the game the game is great. You know, I used to play Clue all the time. Yeah, and I, the movie was just. It, it was always just kind of okay for me. Um, right. Uh, but again, you know, I, I I thought it was surprisingly fun and good to go back and watch it again. It was. It was great, man. I, I had a blast. And and it's always good to see Colleen Camp as Yvette. Oh God! Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was <laughs> looked very nice in that that maid's uh, uniform. Yes, yeah, very she, much so. She was busting out all over the place, huh? Yeah, well, it's eighties. They were they were into the boobs back then, <laughs> and, and we're not now. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, I mean, you've seen the Instagram girls now. It's all about the ass, which also not mad at, but. <laughs> <laughs> But it was nice to go back and revisit '80s beauty. <laughs> what, what did what did you think about Clue, uh, Lance? Uh, I hadn't seen it in years, but I'm glad I'm glad we watched it again. I I got a lot out of it. I thought it was very Mel Brooksian. That was the the, yeah. take, the takeaway that yeah. I got is um, very politically incorrect, um, very over the top with the with the raunchy jokes. Um, you know, lots of things that, like you were saying about the plant and the fruit, that couldn't you couldn't really probably get away with it now. No, um, <laughs> good joke though. <laughs> I really, yeah, great joke. I mean, it was uh, Tim Curry from the beginning when he stepped in the dog shit, and like everywhere he went, people were checking their shoe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is that me? Is that me? <laughs> it was a great gag, <laughs> and they didn't take it too far. They 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 kept it on long enough. Leslie Ann Warren is gorgeous. That is a nice-looking woman, man, and she played it well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Madeline Kahn was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, what, Miss, Mrs. White? Is that that was her character? Yes. Um, and she's been in a lot of Mel Brooks stuff, so maybe that's where I kind of got that. But no, 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 Eileen Brennan is – no, no, Madeline Kahn has been in a lot of – she was in Blazing Saddles, right? Isn't she the one uh, that – is it Twoo what they say so. about black men? It's yes, twoo. she was in Blazing it's Saddles. Twoo. It's Twoo. That's fine. Oh man, that's right. Yeah, no, it was it was a it was a fun movie. It had a great cast. Um, not sure why it was the only um, 
movie based on a video game that's ever been worth the shit. Why <laughs> they couldn't get it get it right after this one, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we watched it. You know, definitely not a horror movie. But um, you guys yeah. know who the? Do you get? Did you guys recognize the singing Telegram girl? Hmm. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, uh, J- Jane uh, Weedlin. They were in a band called the Go Go's. Oh, from the, the Go Go's. Yeah, yeah. really big, really big band in the eighties. Anyway, I just thought it was kind of funny how I recognized her when she when she popped up, and she was there basically just long enough to sing a bar and then get and then get killed. <laughs> and at one point, they were f- pretty much fucking killing everybody, weren't they? Yeah, we and we didn't even mention Christopher Lloyd in this because he was like the biggest perv in this entire movie. <laughs> He's probably like that in real life, especially with all the <laughs> revelations that have come out. <laughs> yeah, he was funny, man. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, you know, we got Michael McKean, you know, Chuck from uh, Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about the uh, the plot twist and stuff like that that they that they had coming out toward the end there? I liked it. It you know it was it was a callback to the game clever. you know because it, it you know because the game there was always like a different outcome and right. I, I I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, I and there were like so so they were talking about. Uh, I was reading some stuff on it and they said that there was like three different endings or something that uh right. that they showed in different theaters. Is that true? I that is correct. So. Yeah, when it was out, I rem- I remember when it was out, and they would say, uh, you know, this theater is showing ending A, this theater show- shows ending B, this theater shows ending C. I guess they were hopeful that people would go to see all three of them. Um, That's kind of cool, I think. I rented it from iTunes. I'm sure whatever whatever version you guys saw had all three of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they showed all three. It said it could have gone like this, or maybe it went like this, or perhaps it went like this, and they get like more elaborate each time. But um, yeah, yeah, it, it's a it's a cute little movie. It's worth the watch. Yeah, definitely is is probably one of my favorites. Now that I think about it, because it's a movie that I I actually I can re rewatch, revisit, and it doesn't get old for me. Right. Yeah, you ready for scores? Yeah, yeah, yep. we're ready to move on. Um, All right, Philip, I'm gonna first. do. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go seven. I, I, I kind of, I wow. really enjoyed it. It was, it was kind of funny, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was sort of a pleasant surprise um, on a week of movies where I wasn't particularly looking forward to them. Not expected <laughs> much, huh? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go eight. Um, Damn. I don't know why I don't own this in my collection, and I looking right now. Uh, it is out on Blu-ray, so it, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to add it to my collection. Um, classic movie, in my opinion. Yeah, nice. well, I rented it on iTunes, and I think for like four dollars more, I could have bought it. Um, I don't know if this is one I'll go to over and over and over again. It was it was a fun watch. Um, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than I, you know, didn't enjoy it. Um, I'll, I'll give it a strong six and a half. Oh, nice. That's yeah. Fair. Sounds like uh, three reviews and three recommendations for 1985's Clue. Yeah. If you don't remember it, go check it out. 
Yep, definitely worth a watch. All right, we'll move on to the big one, which is this week's Murder on the Orient Express remake, directed by Kenneth Branagh, uh, also known for Thor and also and Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, and a shitload of Shakespeare. <laughs> have you have you seen it? You guys seen any of his Shakespeare stuff? Uh-uh. Yeah, no, but that makes sense. Nah, he's made pretty much every Shakespeare film there is out there. <laughs> um. Well, actually, he's filmed. I should say he has made a film version of pretty much every Shakespeare play that's out there. How's that? A little more, little more accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, the writer was Michael Green. Uh, Philip, you'll like this man. He was known for Logan. Okay. Uh, also known for Blade Runner twenty forty nine. This guy's busy this year. <laughs> yeah. Really fucking busy. And again, based on a novel by Agatha Christie. Yeah, of course, writing this movie, which has already been done and was already a novel, mm-hmm. eh, I don't know how much writing is involved in that. Might not have been <laughs> as much hard. as copying. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I had not seen the other movie, nor had I read the book, so I have no idea. I haven't either. Originally, so I guess uh, Kevin can tell us if they did change it or not. Um, <laughs> it seemed a little odd to me, but we'll uh, we'll see. Um, oh, this is some pretty fun trivia. <clears throat> In between filming, uh, Josh Gad interrogated and annoyed Daisy Ridley several times in an attempt to get her to answer his questions about Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, several, <laughs> several actors and cast members took part in it, including Judy Dench, Penelope Cruz, Chris Pratt, and The Force Awakens director J.J. Abrams. These hilarious videos can be found on Gad's Facebook and Instagram. Uh, so <laughs> you leave it up to a nerd like Josh Gad to try to get Star Wars intel, huh? <laughs> I think I would have rather watched that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spoiler! <laughs> the original, uh, the original Orient Express route uh, was from Paris to Romania. Uh, Philip, come on, what are, you, what are you thinking here, man? Come on, this is a classic, dude. It's a fucking classic. Uh, I mean, I guess so. I, I've never seen the original, uh, and I've never read the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I felt like it took, uh, okay, well, first off, mustache was kind of awesome. Oh, the mustache. <laughs> it should be its own character. Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> Fucking forever to get going, man. And, uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, I, like, I didn't know the ending. I don't know if it's the same. I, I think it's the same as it was in the old movie. I mean, the old one okay. was, uh, like Academy Award winning. Was it? Um, yeah, this one, uh, this one was just kind of okay to me. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it was not, I didn't enjoy it as much as I liked watching Clue. Uh, I think that Clue, Clue, Clue did like a comedy aspect to it, and this one was just sort of, like they had too many big ass characters in this thing, okay. and they didn't have time for all of them. So uh, this this movie had definitely like, had it definitely had some comedy in it. Yeah, there was some, but it wasn't it wasn't like Clue was, and it, like mm-hmm. there were so many people that they didn't have time to put them all on screen. You know what I mean? Like why sure, yeah. why cast these <laughs> giant names in these tiny parts? Okay, uh, it seems like a waste. Kind of a it elsewhere. Wasted their talents, huh? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Like, I mean, you know, Daisy Daisy Ridley, she, I don't know. I, I felt like she could have done more. Right. Um, 
uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, she was showed up at the end, I guess. <laughs> she had some parts. Okay. <laughs> Fucking Johnny Depp wasn't in there a whole lot. <laughs> um, I it was it was just okay to me, you know. I like I, I enjoyed it, but not like a ton. Right. Yeah, uh, it was it was it was about what I expected going into it. I was like, uh, yeah, I guess this will be good, but. Whatever. Well, let me ask you this: Did you fall asleep when you were watching it? Uh, no, I didn't fall asleep. But uh, well, that's a plus. Yeah, probably could have. <laughs> it took a while to go. I wasn't a huge fan, man. I'm sorry. Okay, it was, it was just that's cool. It, just, just okay is my tagline for this one. <laughs> that that works, man. That works. I, yeah. Uh, I, I I was a little worried at the beginning because I I when they had that scene. You know, because it's the very first scene in the movie, so we we can talk about it a little bit. But where he was inter- he was interrogating what the priest, the rabbi, and the the uh, the uh, <laughs> I don't know what you call the other leader. Did you did you catch that at all, Brian? No, I'm trying to think of what it was. Yeah, I guess I guess uh, some sort of a, a, a Muslim priest, or we're showing our ignorance here. <laughs> <laughs> in any case, he interviewed the three of them and then ended up solving the murder, and it wasn't like anybody you thought it was going to be. And then uh, yeah. when he said it, you couldn't figure out why he said his cane in the wall there, and that was kind of interesting. But um, I thought, ah, oh, man, this is going to be pretty boring. But then, you know, they got to where he he actually met uh, Daisy Ridley, was one of the first characters he met when they were getting onto the train. And... Um, I don't know, man. I, I was kind of taken a little bit with the um, two th- two things I really enjoyed about this movie. Number one, actually, I'll say three things. Number one, I thought they had the costumes down just perfectly for the time period that it was in. Mm-hmm. You can tell they spent, you know, they didn't spare any expense on making it look real from that perspective. Um, number two, I thought all the actors did a really good job of, of, of acting and making you feel they were in that time period. Um, from the dialogue to their mannerisms. Uh, I didn't feel like it was one... You know how sometimes you'll watch these movies and it takes place like in the 30s, but they're they're saying things like, you know, right on, man, or lock and load, or something like that? And yeah. I didn't, oh, I, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get any of that. So I guess I have to credit that to the writer, who's obviously a damn good writer. We were talking about some of the other things that he's done. Um, but yeah, man, I thought that the... Um, you know, I, I thought that it was spot on the the dialogue that they presented and you know some of the stuff they could get away with in this that that would be considered you know very uh politically incorrect now but because it took place in the 30s it's okay you know mm-hmm. um and then the third thing was the couple of the um a couple of the scenes the photography i thought was done extremely well particularly the part where it saw you you saw him walking through the train getting on and then uh Michelle Pfeiffer came up and joined him and he uh, came up with an excuse to to get away from her and move a couple of cars up and keep walking. Uh, that was well shot, and I like the other continuous shot that was done from above later on in the movie that I don't want to get into yet, where you saw everything, like you were looking down and seeing everything from, from above. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, what wasn't so good yeah. special effect-wise is there for a minute, man, when they were in the snow, I, I was uh, thinking, am I watching the fucking Polar Express here or what? Because this is really bad CGI. <laughs> and I also uh, I also thought that it did get really kind of boring there toward the end. It got a little old-fashioned and a little boring. 
you know, getting to finally, you know, you know, can we finally fucking get to who did it, you know? Uh, it started dragging a little bit there for me, but I thought it redeemed itself at the end. I I didn't hate this movie, you know. It was a, it was definitely a fun, and my and my theater was packed, so you know I don't I don't think it beat Thor Thor this weekend or anything like that. But no. uh, for a little you know side project that they all wanted to do just to do something kind of indie, um, I, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was a lot, definitely more good than bad, Brian. Um. Yeah, I agree with everything you guys have said. You know, this this movie—I have the same problem. This movie kind of dragged for me a little bit. Um, Kenneth, uh, what is it? Kenneth Branagh? Is that uh, who played the detective? Oh, what's that? Uh, Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, yeah. The director he, he played the, and he played yeah. the detective. Correct. Yeah. The, yeah, the, I really how- like. Yeah, I really liked his portrayal of the character. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I, I I was with his performance alone. That that what kept me going through the whole movie because I, I liked how he was all about, you know, perfection and balance. Mm-hmm. It really drew me to his character. Um, great cast, but nobody really did anything. Um, I kind of didn't like Michelle Pfeiffer in this. I kind of just, I didn't like her performance. Oh, really? Too bad. Yeah. Too bad. I, um, thought, I thought she was pretty good. Uh, Johnny Depp also didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what the person that surprised me a lot was, was Josh Gad. performance really surprised me in this movie. Yeah. I, I didn't really expect much. Um, I, I I liked the movie, but it it just kind of seemed to drag on, and then I just really I don't know. I thought it was going to get into more of how he figured out these things, you know, like like in the beginning, you never really got into the 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 thing with the priest and the rabbi and the, sure. the other guy we can't remember. I think it's, um, I think Imam is the title. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I'll <laughs> go with that. Um, well, Philip, you should know, dude. You you did a tour of duty over there, man. Yeah, but I didn't like figure out what the hell their priests were called. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> so they all stop at the fuck they were doing at five? Right. <laughs> um, overall, I like the story. Um, I did like the ending because I, I did not see it coming. Um, yeah. But overall, I, the. What what really hurt the movie is it just it just there was just moments where just nothing happened and mm-hmm. I just I, I I wanted to see this world's greatest detective like more of what what made him this world's greatest detective and I just didn't kind of get that at all so mm-hmm. the mustache right. there you go uh, the, the, the mustache is up there it's it might be in my top five <laughs> up there but, with Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell huh yeah. That's number one. Yeah. Mustache so good, they told him to keep it for Bone Tomahawk. There you go. <laughs> the, the mustache was really the world's greatest detective. He was just the uh, symbiote that was attached to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, hey, it is a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, you guys, you guys ready for scores and spoilers? Yeah. Uh, I think, sure. I think Phil's is going to be really higher than we think it's going to be, Brian. Let's listen to uh, that. Well, I don't know. I, I, I guess I never really dipped down too low. 
Uh, I'm gonna go five and a half. I liked it yeah, more than I did. Yeah, higher than I thought you'd say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was expecting a four, man. No, I, I liked it more than I didn't. I just okay. uh, wasn't like I'm not in a hurry to go see this movie again. Right. Probably ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But it was it wasn't terrible to watch it. You know, like <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you go five and a half, I've got to I've got to at least go six, man. Because I didn't, I didn't hate it. Um, it was well filmed and it was well written. Um, I, you know, I like an ensemble cast, but you guys are right. They did, they didn't really, they they weren't able to focus enough on each individual character. There were a couple they focused on more than others, but um, yeah, you know, I gave it a six. I definitely liked it more than I didn't like it. Um. Oh my god! I'm gonna give it a five point five. It, it it just it dragged for me. Um, yeah, Kenneth oh, yeah. Branagh is he his he's the man in this. His, his I like I, I like that character. I can't right. even pronounce his name. The detective Her, Hercules. Her, it ain't I don't Hercules. know how to pronounce it. He, he yeah, the couple Ooh, of I don't know what the hell. Is I think it's Her, Hercules. Um, oh, Denny can help us with that pronunciation. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think all signs, uh, uh, D- Denny. Um, if you're listening, and I know you are, I think you were telling me something about it's illegal not to have signs in French or something like that. So, help us out with the pronunciation here, man. I'm sure well, he's you, by I'm sure far you know the best it. character in the movie. Yes, and um, like I said, there was other people that surprised me, um, like Josh Gad, and I believe, um, oh, I think his name was Leslie Odom Jr. Uh-huh. I thought he was pretty good in it. Any any relation to Lamar Odom? I hope not. It's the only other Odom I know. Dude, I gotta say, Johnny Depp is probably the most overrated guy in Hollywood, man. I, I hate... Even still, huh? Yeah, yeah he, I hate he, to say that. He, he does the pirate on, thing. Yeah, but, he popped up on screen, and I just didn't really care. Yeah. And, and, I kind of was kind of looking for something out of him because when he plays these gangster roles, you know, I, I like when he does these gangster roles, but this one, I just was like, nah, could have yeah. someone else play this character. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but aside from the pirates thing, I mean, he hasn't done anything that's been good in the past. Aside forever. from the pirates, nothing good. The pirates movies fucking suck, dude. Yeah. Well, I know, but he plays, he, his, his character is kind of cool in that one. Okay. Uh, I I didn't I didn't see the last one, but I assume it's the same character. But aside from that character that he's played, I can't think of anything in the past twenty years that he's done that I've really been impressed with. <laughs> I would agree with you. Oh man, so there's a mystery, so there's got to be plenty to spoil here, right? This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Uh, what'd you what'd you guys think about the uh, the massive twist ending there? That we all knew there was a big twist coming. Uh, well, I, I just didn't think gotta, there were going to be two twists like that. I I didn't see it coming, but I didn't I'm either. glad it I glad it it ended up like that because it would have just been way too many coincidences. Happening, exactly. coincidences happening, and um, well, I liked yeah, it. I, I like the twist, um, because they they got me. They did when um, uh, the doctor was uh, 
saving uh, Daisy Ridley's character. Mm-hmm. I, th- I really thought that was the movie right there, which I probably would have hated it. I, then my score probably would have been lower if that was the case, because it just kind of right. seemed too obvious from their interaction earlier on the boat when he overheard their conversation. Um, if it would have ended up being those two, it, it, I, I probably would have gave this probably a four. Yeah, too obvious, huh? Yeah, um, and there, uh, Judy Dench. I did not. I didn't. I didn't even mention her. I didn't like her in this. I didn't understand a word she was saying. Really? I always yeah. like her, man. Yeah, I just. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Starting to talk myself out of out of that five. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you said five and a half. Are you already down? Oh, five did, now? did I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got to give him half a point just for the mustache. <laughs> oh, oh, and his sweet, uh, uh, what was the little cover thing he sleeps with over his mustache? Right. What the <laughs> hell was that? It's to keep his mustache, to, you know, form. Nice and, uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you got to protect the mustache. Right. Gotta protect it. Protect the stage. You know, now now that I'm looking at the cast list, there's so many people mm-hmm. that I was in this movie that didn't really do anything. Willem Dafoe, yeah, didn't really, yeah. Uh, Penelope Cruz is an actress. I can't stand her. Yeah, she and it's not really it's not her. It's a role she played that she played it so well that mm-hmm. every time I see her, it's that it's her, and that was in Blow, right? And she pissed me off in that movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was a good Johnny Depp movie. I don't know if it came yeah. out in the past 10, 15 years. No, it's but... <laughs> it, probably at least 20 years, right, for Blue? Was it yeah. late 90s? I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know if I've seen it. It's a good movie. Um, yeah, it's yeah. okay. I like it. I think and, I was expecting uh, it to be better better than it was, for me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So was was ending for this one the same as the the classic? I've never seen the classic. Yeah, we have no I idea, and we'll probably never know because it's not something that I'm that interested in going back and finding <laughs> out. We'll let Kevin tell us. Well, yeah, somebody will email uh, us. A, a scene that I liked with Kenneth Kenneth Branagh that really told you a lot about this character was uh the scene where he stepped in the shit. Ah, okay. And, and the guy was uh apologize and he was like it's not that I stepped in it it's it's not balanced and he stuck his other foot in the shit and that told me a lot about this guy and the egg thing too mm-hmm. the egg thing was ridiculous yeah and, uh, this that's, guy is oh, all yeah, about that's right that's right he's all about yeah, balance and, and perfection kind of yeah. like one of the characters in Mr. Mercedes actually yeah which interesting yeah which drew me to his character and I wanted I wanted more about mm-hmm. him and I just I don't know uh, okay he figured these things out you know, it, it was lacking in that department for me and I, I really I really like this character too but mm-hmm. well maybe you'll uh, maybe you'll get some more dude you, you heard that line at the very end we need you to go check out a uh, <laughs> need to go check out a murder a murder on the Nile, or whatever. <laughs> like, I, I think that's the name of his neck of one of the next uh, Agatha Christie novels. So, I'm sure if this does well, uh, there'll be uh, more. How is it doing, Brian? Um, it came in number. Th- 
It came in number three behind uh, Daddy's Home 2. And Thor, <laughs> of course. No, no, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> uh, it's better than go. they were expecting. This is like an indie movie. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Wahlberg just whooped your ass. <laughs> <laughs> as expected. As expected. Come on. As ex- Daddy's Home 2? No. <laughs> yeah, but if you can't beat that- Daddy's Home 2. You're fucking fired. Do not create a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> to cover Daddy's Home 2 for the horror returns, that'd be that'd be stretching it way too far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a 58% on Rotten Tomatoes with a Ooh. 62% audience score. See, we're all kind of in the same... So yeah. We're, right yeah. On, we're all right on point on this one, huh? Yeah. Everybody else. Tagline, just okay. <laughs> uh, print that on the Blu-ray box. See it if you got nothing else to do. <laughs> all right, you guys ready to wrap up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay. Well, we, we want to thank you guys for uh, listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We, we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Podbean. Just search for The Horror Returns. And also look for us on iTunes. And if you like what you hear, please rate us and review us. Uh, next week, it's the much-anticipated Justice League, as well as... Wait a minute, let me scratch out where I put the Avengers. And what are we What are we filling in there, Philip? Uh, Mystery Men. Mystery Man. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> Starring Ben Stiller, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, see which one, we'll see which one makes us laugh more. So, uh, the last time I saw her? <laughs> until, <laughs> until the horror returns again, Brian. Good.